All right, Hot Grits, episode nine, Travis Jadon, Spencer Maddox here uh, with you guys. Uh, we've got a loaded episode for you. We're going to start by talking about some Major League Baseball news that broke late today. We're recording this on Tuesday, April 28th for big, big yeah, big like news. really big news and big news, especially for us who are starved for sports. Um, if the Major League Baseball news goes down the way we think it will, and we'll talk about it in just a second, then um, it's good news for for all baseball fans, I think, and all sports fans. Uh, we'll also recap the NFL draft um, and talk about that a little bit. Uh, obviously, the draft was a few days ago now, so we won't delve too deep into that. And then we'll talk about Last Dance episodes three and four. Uh, Spencer, do you want to update everyone on how you're doing uh, amid the coronavirus? Well, I mean, we got Taco Tuesday back today since our governor is an absolute nut job. I mean, actually, I try not to get political here, but a lot of people think it's too soon to reopen the economy. I'm totally cool with it because I get Taco Tuesday. Yeah, sure. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast, so I'll say it. Uh, It's crazy. It's asinine. He's the governor. Kemp has decided to kind of open up businesses again. But uh, I will say this. I don't think that that's a political stance. Like it's a it's a pandemic. It's not. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty bipartisan. It's not Republican or Democratic. Uh, It's about germs and the spread of disease. There could not be anything less political than that. So that's what annoys me the most. So I'll hop off my soapbox. But uh... well, you say that, but it seems like uh, like it's pretty hard line right wing. Oh, it's like everything else. It's become political. I'm saying like, it shouldn't be, this should be the furthest thing from politics. And instead it's unfortunately, you know, not that. Um, All right. Let's start with this major league baseball news, Spencer. And, and essentially what this is, is this Bob Nightingale of the USA today coming out with a column, a report that says that MLB officials uh, have been discussing and have advanced discussions for a modified 2020 regular season. They would do 10 team, three 10 team divisions based on geography, um, the East West and central, they would abolish the American and national leagues essentially for an entire year. Um, and then go to an expanded playoff format. Uh, what that would look like for the Braves would be a loaded central division, I guess, or central league. Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Cardinals, right. Royals, Reds, Indians, Twins, Tigers, and Braves. Um, automatically, the first thing I notice, Spencer, when I look at this realignment structure, and again, like you guys want to, you're going to want to read this story. It has all the information in it. Uh, they say 100 to 110 games. Uh, you would play only teams within your division, um, and it would tentatively begin. Uh, in late June, no later, and this is a direct quote, quote, no later than July 2nd, end quote. Um, and that's from three baseball uh, officials uh, of some capacity. Uh, first thing I saw, Spencer, was that the Braves got screwed in this division thing. And this is indeed how it works out. The entire National League East, along with the entire American League East, is in the East division. Uh and the Braves are right. in the Central, whereas the Pirates are in the East. Uh, I don't know. I don't get that. The only thing I could figure is that Atlanta is in Georgia, which Georgia as a state it seems to be the only 
location in this central division that has the opportunity to to be a state that has businesses reopening in some capacity. But uh, that's the first thing I noticed was that the Braves would have to fight through a division which would have leaders such as the Cubs, Brewers, Twins, Reds, Indians, Cardinals. That would be tough. You know, I I saw that too. I saw that too. And honestly, looking at it again, because I'm staring at it right now, I think the Braves actually kind of caught a break here because, I mean, the NL East normally is a ridiculously tough division. They're not going to have to really play – they're not going to have to play Philly. They're not going to have to play uh, the Nats. Uh, They avoided having the division with the Yankees and Boston. Or I guess Boston's going to be as strong this year, but perennially strong, you know. So, it to me, looking at this central division, it looks like the Braves would either be the best or the second – overall like right off the rip which would be you know that's a that's a break for them even though it looks to be a pretty stacked division all all you know all around but that, to me there's no reason yeah, and they I think, come out and be the I best think like when we've division. talked about the Braves you know, to some length on this podcast already but I think me, you and I both agree the Braves as they're currently constructed if you group them with any nine teams in baseball and I mean any nine teams in baseball they should be one of the four best out of those 10, no matter who you group them with. And if they're not, something went wrong along the way, I would think. I mean, at this point in time, the yeah. Braves, if they aren't built to be a top five team in all of baseball, you've just, something's gone wrong anyway, right? They might, yeah. Right. What I'm saying is, over the course of a hundred games, that, yeah, in that division, the Twins they should are be expected to be loaded this year. They should the be one or two Cubs. in that division. Uh, fuck, the, fuck the Cardinals. We don't even want to discuss them. They scored ten in the first on the Braves that one time. Yeah, um, and then the and then the Brewers. That's true. Yeah. We did get Marcelo Zuna. Uh, I say we, we, we got the. Of course, I mean the Bravos. Um, uh, one more thing with this baseball stuff, Spencer. Uh, I might finally get my dream of uh, uh, an equal DH rule in both leagues. And that's only because they will, they will have abolished the American and National League for a year. That's the only way I get my dream. Oh, it's happening. Um, I, I have, anyone that knows me knows that <laughs> I will die on this hill uh, if need be. It is ridiculous that in 2020, uh, there's a professional sports league that has two different sets of rosters for each league. Um, the DH in the American League, I don't have a problem with, and I don't have a problem with the National League game, but it needs to be the same. And they're obviously never taking away the DH in the American League. So it, it's way past time for there to be a DH in the National League. Well, the sneaky, yeah. sneaky headline is Corona might have killed you know, the pitcher in the batting box. There's a chance. What if this goes really well and they just do away with it after this? Right, year? and they were already discussing it. all year long. Coming up in some of the labor agreements that will come you know? up whenever the current CBA runs out after after next season, I believe, after 2021. But for me, like, you can't play in a division with the White Sox, the Indians, the Twins, the Royals, and the yeah. Tigers and, and literally play in the same division as them. And have different rules. I mean, it's one thing to have two different leagues, but you and, and it's not like you can go through and be like, okay, 
there's three divisions of 10 teams, so you can't yeah. make, you know, one DH, one not DH, and then one – you have to universalize it somehow, which is, has always been what I've wanted. So maybe coronavirus brought me uh, equality in baseball finally. So obviously this is coming from a guy with a basketball background. I'm, you know, I watch every Braves game, but as, as like a casual, I guess casual in air quotes, I watch a lot of baseball. As a casual baseball fan, would that be advantage every I would AL think, team yeah, if I mean, they had yeah, to play, if every team had to play with the a, a DH? First year, because the roster construction benefit to the teams that have been building their team this way, uh, and and, but you know, you can make arguments on both sides. I I, I just think yeah. that. If you're intermingling the American League and National League, it would be more unfair to the Braves if a team like the Tigers or the White Sox gets to use a DH all season. While Meanwhile, the Braves are throwing out a pitcher every day in the nine hole. That's not fair. I mean, you're going to score more runs if you have nine good batters as opposed to eight. Yeah. And so that, to me, right there automatically makes it unfair. It seems to be like logical sense to me, but I don't know that a lot of people agree with me. And it makes it would it would have an impact on like go ahead for sure. It would it would have an impact on individual statistics too, especially RBIs, uh, you know, and and base hits because if, I mean if you don't have runners on, you're facing guys out of the and look and, you know, and also look at it this way opposed to the stretch, you, which is we complain usually better and, and for most I don't pitchers. know that you and I complain about this, but one uh, of the complaints about baseball so. is the length. And they've taken steps to try to alleviate that. Uh if Max Fried has gone five good innings for the Braves and they're down one nothing in the sixth and they got men on men on first and second say they're gonna have to pinch hit for Max Fried, even though he might have only thrown 85 pitchers and he's thrown a gym. Now you don't have to worry about that. So now you don't even have to make that pitching change. You don't have to allow that pitcher to warm up. Yeah, I, I think the DH being universal would speed up the game, even though maybe there'd be more offense because you'd have less substitutions automatically. You'd also have a full bench. You wouldn't have to use a, a, a guy in one spot yeah. uh, as a pinch hitter. You know, I'm for I – don't, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be beneficial. Yeah, that's you, true. You're, you're a Max Fried guy. You know I'm for any rule that keeps right, Max uh, Fried in the game. All right, let's move on to the NFL draft yeah. um, here, Spencer. And yeah. There's a lot of different ways we go with it, but again, I think people, most people will go other places, rightfully so, to get their hardcore NFL draft coverage. I got to talk about a few other things first. How in the hell did Todd McShay uh, have coronavirus and not and that news not come out until Thursday afternoon? Hours before the first pick was made, I was looking so forward to Todd versus No. We already discussed I'm a de facto Todd guy, not on purpose. I just, I guess, I just morphed into one over time. Uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. I didn't even know he had coronavirus. That's right. Like, and I'm assuming yeah. most people they were just, watching they the dumped it on wondering us. where Todd I didn't know was, until and they told... didn't know until they looked it up Literally. that oh, that's where he was. Um, so even though Mel Kuyper was shaking like Muhammad Ali trying to light the torch, uh, the Olympic torch, uh, he's doing better than McShay, I guess, because he stayed coronavirus free. Yeah, what, 
But I don't even know. Would the coronavirus keep Mel Kuyper away? Would the coronavirus legitimately, or would he just not tell anyone? <laughs> what, was, what was up? There's with no that, way dude? he would miss the draft. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's like the uh, the irresponsible guy that doesn't. You know, he would he would come into work. There's no way. He would. I think he would have way too much anxiety about missing the draft. Yeah, they work all There's no year way he's for this one. He'd just be like, oh, it's that's just a so shitty for like Shay, you know, to have missed it like all all that work all year, uh, essentially for just a couple of mock drafts. Like you didn't even get to be in the coverage. It, if he's got Corona, man. I wish we could have seen Todd McShay in his home, like in a robe or something. Right. Still covering the draft with like a raspy voice with coronavirus. Like he's that dedicated (laughs) to getting the cover shot. And then they cut cut to Jay Glazer and Jay Glazer just lets everyone know, hey, Todd McShay has coronavirus. Go ahead. <laughs> I, left, I left that one for you. Yeah, I thought you might like that one. I mean, I've been absolutely up to that for the last couple. That minutes. just got a solid chuck out of me. Yeah, hell yeah. That's awesome. How uh, how much longer is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah, I don't know what his contract's like. Ask you that I think it's hilarious. Under it too. There's this notion years. that Rodgers is going to somehow become like a role model for Jordan Love or, like, some kind of a mentor. Like, that shit ain't happening. What are the Packers, like, thinking? What are, why did they do No, that? he's not even going to talk to him. As he shouldn't. They, they're clearly ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. And I've seen a lot of – This people might kill me over this, but I've seen – a lot of arguments that Aaron Rodgers isn't a top 10 quarterback in the league anymore. And I mean, I think that's false. I think he's had a, he probably had a little bit of a down year last year. He's probably had a down couple years, honestly, but I Just think if you put the weapons around I mean, him, he that has had nobody. The last he could still years. be, you know, that guy, but clearly, clearly green Bay is putting it on Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? They're, they're saying he's declined. They're going to, he's going to keep declining. And, I, I don't know what they're doing, dude. That that was a dumb pick. I didn't understand the pick. And a lot of people, especially on ESPN, yeah. they're saying they understand the pick there. They just didn't understand what they did. Yeah, or hell. Or, I disagree I mean, 110%. They should have gone wide receiver A bunch twice. of different positions. I, I mean, they didn't even think? go – like, it's not like they drafted someone. Like, even if Jalen Hurts was the pick, right, which I think was also a stupid pick for Philly. But even if Jalen Hurts was the pick – you could somehow spin that. Yeah. So, like, this guy can help right away. We're not moving on from Rodgers. Jordan Love does not help Aaron Rodgers in the slightest. And if you're not helping yeah. Aaron Rodgers, there's no way in he's hell not, that you're helping Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Right? Yeah, or else, or else, why not? Why didn't you, this pick might have made why didn't you make it known that you wanted to you know what I mean? trade Aaron Rodgers and you could have gotten another you could have gotten a pick. Oh, shit, you could have gotten a really high pick, drafted somebody else, and then drafted Jordan Love still with that pick For in real? the mid first round. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And and, and Jordan Love is no. Uh, now they're gonna now they're gonna win ten I mean, games. He's no and guarantee. Out the first round. Like he's far from a guarantee. So 
Yeah, for real. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It felt like a power move. I, I mean, there's I, I don't know that there's like a with Aaron Rodgers like within the, the there's organization. There's like a bona fide issue, right? but I think like right now, that's what from that here on out, Aaron Rodgers is going to look at it for what it is that they they are not going to invest hardcore into the here and now. Uh, and if if he wants to go to a team where they are going to do that, then he's going to have to get out of Green Bay because they're not trying to win now. I can't. Uh, in what world could they spin it? Where they they could say I'm trying to win now, but yet we we go For quarterback, real? backup quarter backup quarterback in the first round is mind blowing. Um, Jordan Love, yeah, Jordan Love had a good night at the draft. Roger Goodell Ridiculous. did not, uh, not I think not, not that there. surprising. Where do you want to start with Goodell? We could start with um, uh, weird <laughs> posture in the chair. We could start with holding the cue cards. Uh, we could start with the camera cutting to him and his back is turned every time as he's facing the little mini boxes of fans, which I don't know how they came up with what fans would be. What One team just had all cheerleaders in the boxes, like for rounds four through seven, even the fans got bored. Um, you could start from a lot of places with Goodell, but he is a weirdo, dude. Dude, could, could, dude, could you... How can you mess up leaning into he, getting made fun of? You know what I mean? He tried to. Yeah, it's like you didn't want to boo him because boo, it was almost boo, like that yeah, would be giving Goodell the satisfaction. So awkward. And we couldn't have that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's a weird guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the. Uh, I wanted to get. The I wanted to get one of big the big ass picture of Goodell with the clown nose. Like immediately. Yeah. Those are awesome. Um. I thought it was weird that Eason yeah. – not weird. I thought it was yeah. notable that Eason and Fromm both fell. Jacob Eason and Jake Fromm. Eason ended up with the Colts, Fromm with the Bills. But it's weird if you go back and look 12 months ago, 24 months ago, and even 36 months ago, three years ago, where those guys were reported, like, like in these long, long future mock drafts, these guys were both predicted to be first-round picks. And it's just crazy how – fast how fast that all can change i mean after you think after from yeah 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 that's true too like it's crazy that a guy like kind of changes from being the prototypical years, nfl you know quarterback I mean? quote unquote to now being sort of rare sort of unique right i mean yeah already yeah how quickly that happens so yeah he's, um, he's a he's and I don't know, maybe in three years. Yeah. Which goes right. to show you and how much stock you should put into that because it can change immediately again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and there were just so Eason, many good Eason players. could in go off too, that I people think want to that's that. part of the reason why Eason and Fromm fell. Um, do you want to touch at all on the Falcons? I, I mean, I didn't, like, I don't have strong takes on their picks. I'm not, I wasn't as, like, anti, uh, Terrell, as as most people were. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't either. And a lot of people were calling for uh, Demetrioff to get fired immediately, which, I mean, is so Atlanta sports, like knee-jerk reaction. But I I didn't have a problem with the pick. It, it, it was probably a reach. I think we both said that at the time. Uh, from everything that I've read, it seemed like they were thinking he was going to go in the later part of the round one, um, if in round one at all. But it addressed 
a position of need. I was more uh, – I was proud of us for calling the Falcons trying to trade up to number two. We said that like a week before. Yeah, they were going to – the Falcons like were trying to number the two. They, they were trying Terrell, to probably. trade up to number two and failed. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. They would have taken Chase Young. But, yeah, that, I mean, the Falcons are always active at the <laughs> Like, I would never – if I'm a fan of a team, I would never be upset about my team attempting to move yeah. up. Pretty much universally, I'll, I'll never be opposed to that. Um, and I – yeah, I'll let, I'll let yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Like, if your team is making moves and or just changing making things moves up in general and trying, you know? yeah, and trying to be different than what they were last year when they lost, then that's all you can really ask for, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Well, the Falcons just don't win, Super don't Bowls, win Super period. Bowls. That much is whether they're conservative or not. That, <laughs> they get there, but did you want to circle back to Mel Kuyper? They get uh, there and then they cut their whole fan uh, base. I I just when did that when did that happen? Mel Kuyper. When did he become? Really talk about this. I, I don't get it. When did he become like Shaky James? I don't. What? I, what's that? Why was his head doing that the whole time? He was like he looked like Leo Mazzoni in the Braves dugout during the nineties, just rocking back and forth almost. Well, it wasn't it wasn't a good showing for big time opportunity Mel for Mel guys, too. Todd McShay guys, even though he had the floor to himself, it made it look like he missed Daddy a little bit. Yeah, big time opportunity, and you know he choked a little bit. But I mean, he still was out there. Yeah, and if there's one thing we're about is quality reps, we're not great reps of quality reps, not very just shaky reps. reps. Folks. So, it might be that he's been hitting the bottle. I think maybe a bit hard what it was was that, and then you try to sober up right. It was the like uh, had the you know the alcohol, you know, shakes. like two rival brothers who always claim their hate for each other, and then the other one disappears, and the last one standing is kind of out of his element. Maybe Mel just didn't know what to do without make Shay there. He looks over. He's like, "Am I really going to argue with Trey Wingo? No way. Am I going to argue with Trey? Trey Wingo was like re- really high. It seemed like their entire draft." <laughs> and really feeding into this like sob stories that ESPN was constantly pitching during this draft. Um, and so I think Mel Kuyper had nothing. <laughs> something about you like about the Trey Wingo? he said something about a guy from about California. The, Trey was like, the bear story. You thought all they do is that what you're talking about? Like all they do is surf and. Oh yeah. That's from a while ago. <laughs> right. No, he tweeted out a picture of a bear on his, <laughs> uh, on his back porch. Right, yeah. Yeah, he, it was he, for a while. he tweeted out a picture tweets. of a bear on his back porch, and it was like the same picture that he had tweeted four years prior. Not cool, Trey. And and definitely yeah, the wrong he, he platform to make it seem like the bear was back. Twitter will not exact same forget. Picture. Twitter, don't forget. Weirdo. Um, anything else in the draft? All right, let's hit... Let's hit the last dance and then a couple other things to close out. No, Uh, I'm good there. Last dance episodes three and four on ESPN. Last Sunday night, episodes five and six. This Sunday night, what did you think of the Rodman episode? Uh, I had some takes on that. Uh, Phil Jackson featured a lot. And then Bulls vs. Pistons featured a lot in Last Dance. Did you get a chance to watch them? Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll watch them with my mom, and she 
she loved the episode so much, almost as much as she hated all the cursing that was in it. But it, I, I'll say this: my mom will turn off anything if that it has cursing in it. She right? didn't I mean, make me turn this thing off because I mean, like she was enthralled, like she was into it. But the, yeah, right. That's what I said. I couldn't believe it. But uh, yeah, I thought Dennis Rodman's rap takes a hit. Song. That was a highlight for the. Like if you go to Vegas for me as well in the middle of the season to get wasted, like I'm with you. Carmen Electra's there. I, I'm I'm on board for all of this. Then you're then you're pounding kamikaze shots, and you have like a little song to go. That with was it. the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you don't the kamikaze when, some, when you get a kamikaze you in your hand, you don't address the fact that, that you're drinking kamikazes. Like, just been like if someone bought it for you, you drink it, I guess, but probably keep that one low. That's like shouting out, like, yeah, Yo, got no. some lemon drops over here. If you boys are down to party, like, I don't know, that was a weird thing for me. Then he was a hero in the Indian drill, and anyone that played sports coming up should know the Indian drill. Spencer, are you familiar with this? <laughs> yeah, you, you hate that guy. That's the hero in the Indian drill. And of course, yeah, fucking of course Rodman had to be the hero in the Indian drill. Dude. Dude. Coaching up the guys. Yeah. If Michael Jordan. Right. Coaching up the Michael guys. We're going to jog at the top. Jordan is mad at you for how hard. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you if mess he's up. mad at you for how hard you're running in the Indian drill, you're doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I'm all I'm all in on that. If 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 he does all that partying and then comes back and is the hero of the Indian drill, yeah, I'm cool. Connor Electra is still I, a babe I buy too, that. man. That's like uh, no, that's next level stuff, dude. Yeah, just no way around that. I mean, absolutely. I texted you. I texted you actually, <laughs> yeah. during the episode. It's like, good lord. I don't know, but the, like that game absolute smoke across show. generations. Like that could play in the what '90s NBA. She could play in the '90s NBA. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. In the more physical game the, in the, the 90s, break. and she'll transition well to the. I, I, you know what I, I mean? get your subtlety there. Um, a couple more things. Yeah. Phil Jackson. You know what I'm getting? Uh, yeah. Crazy awesome dude. Uh, the story yeah. about the Puerto Rico league, where, the, where I think the mayor of the town that he coached in shot a referee in the leg. One night, and the mayor was, like, banned from attending regular season games for the rest of that season only. Like, that was his punishment for, for shooting a Puerto Rican basketball ref. And that's where Jackson made his hay. Then he comes over to the CBA, um, you know, a lower-level pro league in America at the time, wins a ship in that thing. And then basically, like, shimmies Doug Collins out of the way. Like on his way to, I, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know that Doug Collins got. Yeah. I didn't know that part either. No, I can hear you. And imagine, imagine Say how I think I'm going to watch I'm giving Talk. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, ima- imagine how like. <laughs> imagine. How great that has to feel if you're in if you're in the league for like one year, and Michael Jordan, the best player in the league, yeah, it's wild. Loves the head coach, and then the GM's like, "Nah, we're gonna go with this guy." You know what I mean? Like, and that would never, 
Yeah, that would never happen nowadays. None of this would happen nowadays. The whole documentary is wild. But that's especially wild to me. With my low-key hero for this, all of this, especially after that last episode, is I don't think Jerry Krause gets enough credit for what he did. I mean, he found Phil Jackson. Yeah, and real quick on the Phil Jackson thing. like He, he brings Rodman he in with everybody. Doug I mean, Collins out, story Jordan back, loved Collins. Was, uh, Jordan was not like a huge fan of Jack. Like that was a bona fide, like that's a real yeah, crazy move I, yeah. to do. And like it probably was one of the greatest moves the Bulls ever made, period. I mean, plus Rodman, plus Pippen. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I, so with all that in context, I can kind of see why Jerry Krause thought that he wasn't getting enough credit, but he ends up being the ultimate goat, you know, when he, yeah, I try to keep reminding but at the same myself time, that too, but he's just, I don't think all this stuff face. happens without Jerry Krause. That's what he's, I, keep, he just looks like such that's a what douche I when he's dancing on the plane. Yeah. He does, he does look like good. a fat bowling ball. Um, fat one more thing from the last dude. dance. I'm so sick of he's got a bowling people, ball our parents are, and I'm 28. Like, uh, you know, I came up, and I guess we both did, Spencer. We came up, like, just after Jordan. Like, we came up during Jordan, but, like, we started seriously watching basketball, like, at the back end. But I am so sick of the older crowd saying, yeah, I'm, quote, I like, for the younger crowd viewing this stuff for the first time, for people seeing this for the first time. Do they not think that we know how to, like, look things up and research? And, like, do they think that we've gone all this time without looking up who the Bulls were and who Michael Jordan was? I mean, I'm so pissed at that kind of shit. Like, it's like the guys that are like, you should look up from your phone once in a while. There's a big world out here. Well, hey, dipshit, there's a lot more information on my screen right now that I'm reading. Like, I'm actually way more, (laughs) way more in tune with shit in the world than you are because I'm looking down at my screen. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I it's possible to do research before ESPN releases a documentary. Bro. Imagine that. Because I've read it. Like that, that like narrative has pissed me off to no end, and it's going to extend through the life of this documentary. If you're in your late 20s and you're listening to this, rise up with us and just let them know that we already knew who Michael Jordan was and the Bulls were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, join our cult. Uh, anything else in the last dance, Spencer? Join our cult. I, I, did you have a take on Isaiah Thomas and the Bulls? Like, I, I, I don't have strong takes on that. I mean, no, that's that's about it for me. Oh man, dude, could could Isaiah be? I'm sort of an worse? Isaiah guy, dude. I mean, I didn't like Isaiah Thomas before. All I mean, I think before I, that, I, I went into it as an Isaiah guy. That, like, they showed the you, footage of the Celtics that, walking off. I would have been. I would have been I, I would have been team okay. Isaiah if he had just said if, if I was cool with what first off I'm cool with walking off from Walk off. recently or from but, that time but then do what no, Bill Lambeer did did you see Bill Lambeer's quote yeah recently Bill Lambeer is basically like yeah we walked off I hated those guys I would never shake their hands that's what Isaiah Thomas should have said instead yeah he was I've like, never well, you know at the time, I mean Michael yeah, Jordan and Isaiah but Thomas no, I like legitimately like, screw you. hated each other week that's i mean that's refreshing to see like that's the anti-lebron who loves everyone yeah. in the nba and like they trade their jerseys and stuff that shit makes me sick but I, there's a difference between doing that 
like being best friends with the whole league, like the league is now, and being like Isaiah Thomas. There's a, there is a middle ground. You know what I mean? Like you, you can hate the other guys without being such a douche about it. The thing that got me was that Isaiah Thomas says all this about how the Celtics walked off when the Pistons finally beat the Celtics, um, and uh, you know a couple years earlier, and they were doing the same thing. But that's not the same thing. The Celtics were in Detroit when they walked off. Uh, the Pistons, when they lost to the Bulls, were in Detroit at their home facility when they walked off. So it's completely different. Yeah, exactly. It's not like the Celtics. It's not like the Celtics. Excuse me. The Pistons were about to get pelted with beer, or maybe they were. I don't know. Yeah. But- um, you would think. All right, that let's transition from that quickly the to the NBA. Have, on your way uh, facilities opening up on May first for individual use. Sort of, they have a bunch of different mandates that players have to follow, limits to players, and the facilities. Uh, do you got any takes on this? Uh, is this right? Well, now it's actually getting pushed back to May eighth since my Hawks, uh, which were going to be the first team to be able to open up training, decided they wanted to push it back a week and see how the eased uh, restrictions in Georgia affected the state and their case numbers, um, which I, I'm totally cool with. I, I just want them – dude, if we can get well, yeah, but 10 games – not even 10 do you, games, do five games of regular back season back, games? we can even have a normal playoff. You know what I mean? And Are the Knicks going to come back and play? Well, that, that's the thing. The, the Golden State Warriors have basically, for all intents and purposes, said that they're not going to play another game this year, and I don't blame them. So I, I, don't think, I don't think you bring back the bottom 16 teams. If, or I guess the bottom 10 teams, the guys that yeah. were like close to the playoffs, maybe you have like a play-in, a play-in, you know, five games or something like that, and they tune up. But yeah, I mean, I think most teams. I, I don't know how that would look. Like it doesn't make sense for the Hawks to play another game this year. No, if you played an eighty-two game season, right? I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, and, all right, and one that's, more thing, and that's we'll out of the question. Tiger, completely. And Peyton question. Manning versus Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady. That has been scheduled tentatively for next month, probably in Florida. Uh, same questions we had before, though, Spencer. How are they going to cover it? And then how do they format the actual event? I'm here for Tiger and Peyton versus Phil and Tom Brady, though. Like, I, no matter what, I think that's going to be must-watch stuff. No, this is what you said last time. You can't put the two goats Don't, doesn't, together. Do like, oh, plus, I think, I think uh, uh, Brady I think so. or maybe Manny, one of them, like one of the pairs – said they wanted to play. I think Brady might have said he would wanted to play with Phil. Um, and I know Tiger and Peyton had played before, had played together before. Um, but they both play. Like, I think Peyton's like a six six handicap maybe, and, and then t- Brady's like a nine yeah. handicap, uh, six, nine, nice. Um, so I think that it's essentially going to be pretty close to being equal if they do like an alternate shot <laughs> format. Um, but the But the – I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand the well, question. Like, of how are you going to have? It seems 
pretty straightforward to me. Have, uh, what what would like, be the issue with covering oh, it? Is it going to be pay per view? Okay, th- then is it going to be is it going to be two like because remember last time it was just yeah two commentators so. or I, I uh, guess not in this and, and one person walking with the group and then they had like the microphones on Tiger and Phil but there's with coronavirus there's going to have to be some sort of restrictions on how they're going to be allowed to cover this how close they're going to be able to get you're not going to be able to like stick a microphone in someone's face are you? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if it's if it's next I, month, I mean, I'm assuming you test see, everybody. Either way, like this, you know, is, especially if sports aren't back yet, why wouldn't you be able to? It's not going to be like last time. Last time it was Tiger versus Phil with sports. Like I think it was the day after Thanksgiving, so there were there's like maybe a college football bowl game and that was it. Um, but like, uh, or no, not even bowl games at that point. I guess it would still be before that. Uh, yeah, there's basically not a lot of other stuff, but people weren't starved for sports the way they are now. No one is going to give a shit how they cover this thing. Like, I'm just thinking about it long term. But when it comes down to it, no one's going to care where it is or how it's covered. Um, and it's going to get monster yeah. ratings. And who would have thought that Tiger and Peyton Manning would play versus Phil and Tom Brady I can't wait, man. in Florida prior to White doing anything in Florida? Who would have thought? Well, for now. For now, until they got we got a fight coming up. No. I think it's next week. Right. Well, I mean, I'll let yeah, I'll let you handle the breaking it's, it's down. It's going to be the same fight. fight Anything else? Uh, Ferguson. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm I good want, too. Uh, all right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please uh, we'll, go on we'll Apple Podcasts, podcast, Spotify, no, Anchor that, Podcast to subscribe uh, and rate the podcast five stars only. Um, and tell your friends, share it on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Grits and email hotgritspod at gmail.com. Until then, thank you guys for listening and wash your hands, you filthy animals.